0: Trigger warning this episode discusses Jonathan Majors and the abuse and domestic violence allegations against him. Hey everyone, I'm Brian, and this is Snorkeling with Narwhals. And you may be wondering where's Slippy? Well, this ...is something that I've been thinking about for a while. And it is a sub-series, a spin-off, whatever you want to call it... ...that I, I want to do called Brian Goes to the Movies. It's a very original title. And it's pretty much stealing from Siskel and Ebert. So if you have any ideas for something better... ...like, I'll probably use it. Um But the idea was... ...I hadn't gone to a movie since, like, early 2020... And then late last year, I started going to some things again. And now this year, I'm just super pumped and, like, going to a lot of movies. Um, Sometimes I need pushed into it, but I've been going. So I was like, I thought it'd be really cool to do an episode about each movie that we saw. Now, the first one is Creed 3, which I saw with my sister, Kara McKay, a.k.a. Care of the Hooligans, also my sister that I mentioned the first time.
1: <laughs> uh, Hello, everybody. So...
0: Hi, Dr. Care. <laughs> so we're packed. kind of a little a little behind the scenes here. Uh we were recording for like 10 minutes before I realized that there was it wasn't recording. I
1: realized it.
0: Care realized it. So this is i was like let's just start the whole thing over uh so this is the second take so if we seem a little like <laughs> slab happy that's probably why
1: <laughs> this is time number two <laughs>
0: um okay so yeah there is a possibility that slippy will do his own episodes about movies at some point um i know he has some uh, movie or some episodes planned with his brothers um but as of now this is just me with the guests so like whoever i saw the movie with hopefully so for creed 3 i saw it with my sister so her (laughs) so
1: how's that gonna work with dates like what if it's a first date
0: well i first off i know never to go on a first date to the movies because you can't get to know them at all
1: it's also where you lose hats (laughs) i am
0: o for three on movie dates hmm like within twenty four hours of Maybe. each movie date, <laughs> Maybe ev- like, like it was done. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Maybe they didn't like your movie choice.
0: Well, okay. So the first one was Inside Out.
1: That's a great one.
0: The second one was Abominable.
1: What? That's a
0: DreamWorks. One? It's really cute. Okay,
1: I didn't see that one.
0: Um, and the third one was the A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. No. The Mr. Rogers one with Tom Hanks. Maybe
1: it made her sad. I
0: don't, I don't know. <laughs> know. But especially that last one, I lost my Green Ranger beanie in the movie theater. Yeah. And I'm really sad.
1: <laughs> More so than losing out on the date.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't care less about that, really. I mean, I got over <laughs> it pretty quickly. But I the can't hat. find that hat again.
1: No. You can't buy it anywhere. I've nope. looked.
0: But yeah. So I'm kind of hesitant about movie dates. but uh let's let's get into the movie so first off (laughs) uh, i love the rocky series uh i own them all i've seen them all even the director's cut of four Mm. um (laughs) you love four yeah
1: four is the best (laughs) and by probably also the worst by default
0: well there's still five uh and i like the
1: street fight though
0: i do too and two is just like a rehash of one
1: I did not like Balboa.
0: Balboa's good. It's boring, but it's good.
1: That's, I don't want to watch a boring boxing movie.
0: (laughs) Well, so then the idea, it sounded really stupid. These movies have, like, the Creed movies have no right to be any good, because it's like, Rocky trains Apollo's son to become a boxer. I'm like, that sounds derivative and not very good.
1: (laughs) Or Rocky.
0: Yeah. Um, but the first creed you're like, oh, this is really good. Sylvester Stallone's really good in it. Michael Jordan <laughs> Michael his name is Michael oh! Jordan. <laughs> it
1: but is Michael Jordan. Michael
0: B. Jordan uh, no. is great as Adonis. Imagine, then the second one
1: Imagine a Rocky movie though where he's training literally Michael Jordan <laughs> <laughs> as young Apollo's son. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like, we need to teach you to be a champion. He's like, "Uh, I've already got (laughs) some rings. I'm
1: also like (laughs) 50-something.
0: But then Creed two was great. It took the story of Rocky IV, which is like the silliest movie, and made it really serious. Mm -hmm. So when Creed three came out, or like when there was talks of it, I was immediately in. And the idea of Michael B. Jordan directing it was very interesting. In. Because, yeah, like we'd never seen him direct anything. Was Um, that his
1: first foray into directing?
0: I believe so. At least his first, like, full-length thing. Hmm. Um, so the movie stars Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and Jonathan Majors. So before we get too far, we have to address the elephant in the room, which is, yes, we know that Jonathan Majors is in a lot of legal trouble right now. So... (laughs) According to Kelsey Gibson of People, he was arrested in March in New York City, alleged of domestic dispute between him and another woman. He was charged with multiple misdemeanor counts of assault and harassment, dropped from multiple projects and his PR company. There's more abuse allegations. And then May 9th, according to People, in a statement that they obtained following the hearing, whatever hearing it was, Uh, Major's attorney said that her team has provided the Manhattan District Attorney's Office with irrefutable evidence that the alleged victim in the March 25th incident that led to his arrest is lying about the facts of the case. So, obviously he is innocent until proven guilty, but it's a bad look, and if it's true... He's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And his career's probably over. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought he was going to have a big month of March specifically, but also year, because he was, you know, he was he's the passionate. antagonist in Creed and Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man. Yes. And he's basically supposed to be the next big villain for Marvel.
1: <laughs> well, probably not anymore.
0: So we are aware, That's kind of why we pushed off this podcast for a while. Um, apparently, you know, my idea of an emergency podcast is months later, but... <laughs> Don't call Lyle for emergencies. Don't count on me for emergencies. Hey, everyone. So there's been more stuff about Jonathan Major's abuse allegations coming out. And I just wanted to talk a little about them uh, since it's been a while since we actually recorded the episode. Um, So I'm going to be talking about info from a Rolling Stone article by Cheyenne Roundtree and Althea Legaspi from June 29th. And an article by Morgan Hines of USA Today from June 30th, which references the Rolling Stone article a lot. I'm going to use direct quotes, some paraphrases, a mix of both. But according to the Rolling Stone, um, the New York Post and Times both reported that the New York Police Department has alerted officers that there may be reason to arrest the woman who accused Majors of assault in March. Um, that does not exonerate Majors, but it's it's more info in the investigation. And Rolling Stone did a three-month investigation with around 40 sources that they talk to that shed light on physical, mental, and emotional abuse that Majors has inflicted over the past 10 years on workers, on projects that he's worked on, on peers, on partners. Uh, that, for instance, they they talk about you know emotional abuse he inflicted on one partner and emotional and physical abuse on the other. Um, there's there's more in the article. I'll link to it when we post the episode. But this is a direct quote from The Rolling Stone. Many describe Majors as being a complicated, unpredictable, and sometimes violent man who can switch from charming to cold in a flash. Um, that's really disturbing, because that's his best attribute as an actor, is that he can switch, like, his emotions. But if any, uh, like, it's, it's scary to think that that's not just an act. Um, so if any of these allegations are true... Like, it's horrible, and he deserves to be punished. Uh, I didn't want to, to, le- to publish this episode without the updated information, or at least some updated information. Um, again, in this episode, we try to distinguish the art from the artist, which is incredibly difficult. Um, and it's a debate that, you know, people have been having for a long time, if you even can. So, yeah, that's just some info. Now back to the episode. So the plot of the movie adonis creed is the champion he has one last match and he retires so he ends up meeting up with a childhood friend that they grew up in a group group home together his name is damian anderson and damian is what
1: jonathan majors for those who may not have seen it but are listening to this (laughs) podcast
0: (laughs) yes um damian has kind of a chip on his shoulder because he and Adonis got caught by the police when they were young, and he helped Adonis escape, and he took the rap for what happened, which was a, like a fight where someone got beat up pretty bad. He also, pulled, he also pulled a gun. Not yeah. a good look. Not a great look. So he ended up going to prison, and he was supposed to be like a an up-and-coming boxer. Like, they showed one match of him as an amateur, and he was really good oh yeah he basically called his shot for when he was gonna knock the guy out um so he has kind of a grudge because he thinks that he deserves the life that adonis is living because adonis basically got to do everything that he was supposed to do so when he gets out of jail he comes to adonis and they end up he wants to get like a championship shot so um adonis doesn't want to do that but he does. Bring him- <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Like, how do you-, <laughs> you?
1: Just give some rando a shot, even though you're friends.
0: Yeah, I mean, the boxing world too. I think is is super. There's like a lot of politics in it. Yeah. Um, where like you know people are making deals behind the scenes, trying to you know become the contenders, and so just throwing a random guy out there isn't really something that happens, except in Rocky. But- probably
1: very frowned upon, except in Rocky and Creed Three.
0: Yeah and creed one really all basically the entire series (laughs)
1: there's (laughs) a lot of just throwing randoms randos so
0: so eventually he does get a title shot um and he he shows his true colors after he wins the belt really quickly (laughs) and he shows adonis that he is not a good guy and so then he challenges adonis to a fight and then they have a fight so that's the basic gist of the movie we'll get into it some more but
1: Adonis antagonized him into challenging for a fight so he could win it back.
0: Adonis antagonized him.
1: I yeah, remember he called him when they were on when he was on Sports Center, and he's like, oh, hey. And he just kind of like basically worked him up. So he wanted to challenge him for, to a fight. For See, the I, belt. Took
0: it, I took it more as Damien was like he wanted Adonis to fight him. So he was mm-hmm. saying all this stuff to get under his skin
1: potato tomato <laughs>
0: um, <Yeah. laughs> i so,
1: think <laughs> well i mean as someone who's watched it a second time <laughs> oh. <laughs> i think that's what happened but i could be could so, be wrong, i guess
0: this movie uh it was the first opening night i'd seen since 2019 which was the rise of skywalker um i wanted it cuz like i struggled through the pandemic with OCD and fear of COVID. Um, So I wanted to go to this opening night, like kind of as a challenge. Like I'd seen some movies already, but nothing opening night since 2019. So we went, it was awesome and so good. My, my love of the movies of going to the movies is back. Yay. Yay. So I have a huge list of pros for this movie. Obviously, because I thought it was really good. So
1: lay them on me.
0: First off, like I love the Rocky series, so it had a default lead on other movies going into it. Like, you know, if you think about it, if if you were just watching this movie and didn't know anything about Rocky, you'd be like, "Why do I care about any of these people?"
1: Yeah, if this was like the the first of a movie, yeah, or just like like an unrelated
0: boxing movie
1: thing. You might be a little hesitant.
0: Yeah, but I love Rocky and I've seen the first two. So it already had a lead going in. Um, It gave really good development to Adonis, I thought, Mm -hmm. because in the in the first one, you know, it's, you know, the first two, it's kind of about his legacy with his his dad. Um, But this one was kind of like him as a person.
1: And a father, you're a going father. to be a
0: father. <laughs> I said, King, you're going to be <laughs> king. Um, but no, like it, it went into his childhood before he got adopted by Apollo's wife, Marianne, who we'll get into later. But um, it, it showed, it showed, you know, him.
1: I have some things to say about her.
0: That's why I said it because I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it it got into his like what it was like before that when he was in a group home with Damien and
1: it wasn't you know, good.
0: It wasn't. Um. And then they still hung out after he was living with Apollo's wife, Marianne. I don't know if I said her name already. So her name is her name is Marianne. In case you couldn't tell. All his
1: life, um, if you didn't know,
0: <laughs> Adonis's mother, adoptive mother, <laughs>
1: adopted some other kid's actual mother.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah let's let's just do it now. Care, okay? what's your okay. problem with Marianne Creed?
1: <laughs> My problem with Marianne Creed is that spoiler alert, she's dying and she's in bed in the throes of death, and all she's talking about is Adonis. When, well, and Apollo, both of them, but she said earlier in the movie, I think two kids? Yep. At least she's got two other children that are her children, and she adopted Adonis when he was like 11 ish, maybe. Yeah, around remember. there. I don't remember. And not to say anything about, you know, adopting children, they're just as much of your child now, but like.
0: Care she had... hates adopted children. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not at all, for the record. I love the children. <laughs> but but she never mentions those other two kids. They're not in the room while she's dying. And she's just like, oh, Adonis, I love you. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It's just she has two other children and they're not present. And she yeah. doesn't even ask about them or talk about them as she's dying. She literally just talks about Adonis and Apollo.
0: I mean, they they kind of say that like they kind of hint that Adonis didn't get along with them or they didn't like him. Yeah, um, but
1: still, I mean, if your mother's yeah, like dying, you yeah. should be present.
0: <laughs> <cousin>. And like, <laughs> she wouldn't. Yeah, like you know, you'd think that she'd be like, "Oh, where are my other
1: kids? Oh, why aren't my other kids here?" No, it's just, <laughs> "Oh, you're such a good boy, Adonis. I love you. You're the best."
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. I mean, they could have even.
1: Where... She could. They could have not had any other children. Like. I mean, well,
0: they already did, though. That was the know. thing. Okay. Yeah, like, that. the remember. kids are established in Rocky, so they exist. Okay, I um, couldn't remember. But. Yeah.
1: Okay, so then where
0: are they? <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, you could have even held up the suspension of disbelief if you had not even mentioned the kids.
1: Right, don't even mention them. Or just put them, like, standing in the back of the room or something. Like, they yeah. just literally were not present while their nope. mother was dying. Like, I don't know.
0: And uh, Rocky it, wasn't there.
1: Rocky wasn't there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, after they'd made a huge deal, like, in the first one about how, like, he hadn't seen uh, Adonis' mom since Apollo died. Um,
1: you know what I would have liked is if they had, like, Force Ghosts, Adrian, and Apollo standing there, and Mickey, not Polly, because Polly's a dick.
0: <laughs> but Polly doesn't st- get to be a Force st- Ghost.
1: <laughs> They're just standing there off to the side. <laughs>
0: waiting for. It. Waiting. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know.
0: Um but yeah, speaking of Rocky, while I love Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, um I had said after the second one that if they made a third one, that they should get away from Rocky and make it its own thing. It's its own thing. It's its um,
1: own thing.
0: And that's what they did cuz Rocky or Creed 2 ended with rocky leaving and going to visit his son and they kind of made it seem like it was like the end of his you know journey. time with a with adonis is that the end of his journey but um you know and then a later Sly did say that he was done so that was a we great don't need move
1: anymore. we don't we don't need any more sly
0: yeah it was a great move though because it allowed michael b jordan to i think really take over the franchise, which. I feel slight like I feel kind of bad for Sly because Sylvester Stallone created Rocky like he wrote the first movie but he sold the rights to it because he had like no money Um, so he does not own the rights to any of like the characters or literal
1: creation
0: yeah like something that he made he does not own the rights to Um, so I know like he's got some bad blood with the producers I don't know that that necessarily goes to Michael B. Jordan but on the other hand after watching Michael B Jordan direct this one,
1: let him have it.
0: <laughs> let him have it. It's in good hands.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they've talked about a Drago spinoff. and um We don't
1: need to go crazy. I mean No, but I mean
0: I the like, idea of keeping it going.
1: I like Drago's son being in the Creed movies. Like yes. just as a side character, he shows up every now and then in the third one. Yep. That's all you need. Like he helps, I don't need he the helps whole Adonis train. Yeah, cuz they're bros now.
0: Mhm. Which is really cool because yeah, like he, like he's the the antagonist in the Second Creed. Um I mean, you can tell he's not really like a a terrible person.
1: I mean, the main antagonist in the second one is Drago. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, it is cool to see him come back in the third one not as like an to fight him again, no, but to help pets. him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it is There's really cool cuz they didn't really show that they were friends in the second one at the end i know there no. was a deleted scene that kind of got into it but
1: no but they definitely got into the friendship in this one which i like that just but i don't need a whole spinoff on his son like just have him show up
0: <laughs> well here's the a, a, a good spinoff would be like if you did like a prequel of
1: hmm.
0: what happened to ivan drago after he lost
1: okay but i feel like that's a one-time movie
0: yeah, yeah. Like, you don't, don't need a a series. series.
1: You could do that. and But then we're getting into, like, Star Wars Marvel territory where you're just...
0: Yeah, where you're just spinning off everyone. And you don't need um, that. Another thing I liked, it's focused on American Sign Language. It is not the first movie to do this, as you mentioned to me. Um, a Quiet Place probably wasn't even the first one to do it, but it, I know that was, like, one of the first yeah. mainstream things that was, like, you know, celebrated for. Mm-hmm. Um hmm its focus and respect for deaf people and hard of hearing people and american sign language so uh as they kind of, i thought it was obvious in the second one but apparently they didn't make it clear to some people um that adonis's daughter with bianca tessa thompson I'm, i'm pretty sure that was brought up in the second movie they had talked about how she wasn't yeah i thought It was just established that she was deaf.
1: Right, the baby, right. Yeah, Because, I mean, Bianca was, like, losing her hearing, hard of hearing.
0: But then I watched the video, and they're like, oh, why didn't they give a full... I'm like, did some people not catch that, or am I, like, wrong here?
1: No, no, they definitely... It was definitely, like, established in the second one.
0: So, in this one, uh, time has passed, and she's maybe, like, eight or nine. Her name's Amara, Mm -hmm. and she is played by a deaf actress. And there's a lot of focus on, like they'd, they'd done it in the other movies too but you know on the sign language and yeah. i like how
1: i like when if the, if you are going to use someone who's deaf use someone who's really deaf and then the cast and crew learn actual sign language like
0: yeah, yeah. that's cool um other things i liked uh the story of leon the guy that adonis beat up yes i mean Who, they went yeah. there like yeah
1: he, he ran the group home, or he was... I think he ran it, or he worked there. Yeah, or he,
0: he was, like, he was part there of it.
1: There. And, yeah, they they went into detail.
0: He beat on... uh boys. Adonis I, and Damien, and probably the others.
1: I'm assuming all of them.
0: Yeah. And so, when Adonis saw him, like, after he had left the group home, he just, you know... He lost it. He lost it. Uh, and he i up. guess yeah and adonis's mom marianne remember her <laughs> You'll um, remember i think her. she said something about like oh like i knew i knew leon but she clearly didn't know what happened yeah um so for him it, it really got into like a man like dealing with his emotions
1: which he doesn't
0: he first, doesn't which is and why
1: he... that's that's a big focus of the movie too Yep. Um, you know, he's not telling his wife about his past. Like, Damien really triggered him yep. to to focus on his past, but he won't tell her what happened. And it's just making him more angry and upset. So he's not handling his emotions well. He never dealt with it as a kid mm-hmm. or an adult. And he boxed because, yep. of, you know, like he could take out his aggression.
0: And he kind of just put it box- away. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not um,
1: boxing anymore, and then Damien comes back, and it just kind of all gets him more upset. And...
0: and it's, like, I just, it's, I will always applaud a movie for, like, focusing on mental health. Oh, yeah. Um, And I i love that, like, it's, you know, because, you know, back in the day, if they made a boxing movie, and they tr- it probably, you know, might not have been taken seriously if they tried to deal with it. But, um... No, they they just treat it so well. Yeah. And at the end, you know, Damien and Adonis fight, and the fight is really cool. There's some uh, there's some some dramatic
1: liberties taken. There is Um, so artistic liberties. They
0: have said, and Michael B. Jordan has said that there are anime influences. You can tell. um, You can tell on the fights, and they're very stylized, which is it's new for the Rocky movies because it's like. Yeah, like, the original ones were just kind of filmed, then the Rocky Balboa and the first two creeds, they filmed the fights like you were watching them in a pay-per-view. Yeah. And then this one... Which was very cool. (laughs) Which was very cool. And then this one was... Stylized. Yeah, like, it was very stylized, like, it showed, like, they were looking at each other in the corners, and, like, it showed them as kids, and then, you know, during one round... The crowd
1: wasn't, wasn't there. Yep,
0: the entire crowd was gone. Um... Yeah, like there was there was slow mo, there were close ups, there you know it was just it got a little too much when it like it was like the the ring turning into giant jail cells. Yeah. Um but,
1: honestly, though, on the rewatch of it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Okay. It was it was brief. Yeah, and yeah. it, and it's like
0: I I get it. Knew,
1: yeah, there was a point to yeah.
0: it. So I thought, I mean. Michael B. Jordan just knocked it out of the park both Mm -hmm. acting wise and directing like if that's how he directs I'm like I want to see what he does next yeah
1: give me some more
0: yeah and he he (laughs) really s'more what (laughs) um and he's good in the first two and there is still that like he doesn't really deal with his emotions in those ones but again they're more focused around his legacy like being the illegitimate son of apollo creed and having to fight you know the son of the guy who killed him and this is this goes more to him as a person on his own and his acting in this one is is great like it's yeah it's it's better than the first two and it was really good in the first two um jonathan majors his acting was really good and honestly i was talking about this the other day i'm like i wonder i'm like who's the best rocky villain or antagonist however you want to phrase it because like they're not like villains yeah uh except drago in four but <laughs> even he gets kind of redeemed yeah um and i was like it might be damien like yeah with the backstory and the connection to adonis and the acting like it might be yeah. him and i was what really Mr. excited T? I love Mr. T with Clubber Lang. He's kind of
1: villainy, right? He never, there's no. Yeah, really he
0: doesn't really get, like. Mr. T. Yeah, he kind of. I mean, Lang? Mickey was dying already, but he kind of. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, Mickey. through the
1: through the whole movie and. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no real, like, I don't know. Yeah,
0: he's not really sympathetic at all. Yeah. Um, But I was looking forward to seeing. They kind of left it where, like, they reconcile at the end, which goes back to the mental health thing where. Uh, Adonis apologizes to him for basically forgetting about him where like it's not really his fault. Because but,
1: Marianne withheld letters and stuff too.
0: Right, that Damien had sent him from jail. And so Damien was a
1: reminder of everything that he went through. So he kind of just, you know, pushed him out yeah. of his mind to help himself.
0: Yeah. And uh, Damien you know, tells him, like, it wasn't your fault that all this stuff that he had been blaming Adonis for, like, he, he realizes that it's not his fault.
1: Right.
0: Um, So they they don't really seem like they're friends at the end. I think there's
1: more of a mutual like, OK, we're good.
0: Yeah, they've but reconciled.
1: We're, we may never be friends, but neither of them are mad at each other. They've yep. kind of forgiven each other. And I mean, I could possibly see him coming back for some side character in a future one
0: well i even thought like
1: a train well i mean maybe not now because
0: well that's the thing they could like i was thinking like well maybe he'll get his own movie or something
1: i don't think Uh, no no solo movies (laughs) okay we don't need to keep spreading these out but i mean i could see him like if you know his his current real life future is uh you know
0: it's probably not going to happen now.
1: If if it was possible to happen um, and the charges get dropped and the allegations are false. I mean, I could see him working at the gym or maybe yeah. he's fighting in UFC. I don't know. Like, you know, he's off doing his own thing, but you might yeah. see him every now and then.
0: So cons.
1: Hmm.
0: There are some cons to this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> we... so she,
1: she was fine.
0: <laughs> just the, the Played by Felicia Rashad. She is, you know, she's good it's as good. she always is.
1: <laughs> it, just, it just bothered me.
0: <laughs> um, So I don't know. I don't I don't know much about boxing besides <laughs> the Rocky movies and other boxing movies. But I don't know how I feel about Adonis being retired. He still seems really young. Like it, I don't remember, um, but, but don't according know. to Wikipedia, I mean, the physicality of these things, yeah, but like it takes place in the present, and in real life, he's only thirty six, and I am like, he looks like he's in great shape, like he could. You still should fight. probably
1: just Google like boxing age range, I should, but I
0: probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am mean, so sure yeah, thirty
1: six would... is probably after years of being
0: like yeah, it getting broken is.
1: bones and like dislocating things, and like your organs are probably. <laughs> not happy
0: (laughs) so other things so we got it we didn't mention how victor got injured um that was kind of cheesy i thought so it ends up being some guy breaks into a party they're all at and breaks victor drago's hand Mm -hmm. and it ends up being one of damien's like prison associates so that's how damien ends up getting the title shot because drago was supposed to have it and well
1: i don't think that was noticeable to everybody like i don't think dennis picked that up when we were watching it um but did you pick that up the first time you watched it like i mean did you expect
0: i don't know that i picked up that he was like in with damien but i was like oh of course like of course someone's gonna injure drago so that this fight can happen
1: there had to be a way though i mean
0: yeah another issue adonis kind of got the quote-unquote eye of the tiger back pretty quickly when he was training Mm -hmm. like the training montage like they're going and he's he's sparring with victor and it's not going very well and then it's like he he just like stands and thinks about stuff for a while or something and then he's like back in it and we get the epic Rocky montage of like
1: Yeah. But I mean maybe they were just like they hit these people have suffered through too many montages will make it short.
0: <laughs> Possibly. Um again that's it's not a huge complaint. Like it didn't ruin any Yeah. You know, but it's just a little to to go with the rewatchables here. Uh it's a nitpick. But yeah. Um, and then Tessa Thompson was good, but underutilized. Definitely. Which underutilized. other people have been saying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's...
1: She played a big role in the other ones. Yeah. And, I mean, I know the focus of this one was kind of Damien and Adonis's backstory and not, like, her being involved in it. Yeah. But really, I mean, the majority of her role was just asking him what was wrong and trying to get him to tell her what was wrong. And, I mean, which... You know, if that's your husband and this is what he's dealing with, I mean, you would be doing that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There was she was underutilized.
0: Like, she's way better than Talia Shire was. Oh, 100%. Like, don't just make her <laughs> another 100%. Adrian.
1: Yeah, we don't need another Adrian because that's they. Yeah, she kind of did just fit the Adrian mold in this one. Which yeah, she did not for the first two. So no.
0: Um. So overall, I thought it was a really solid film. I give it four mm. out of five narwhals. Mm. That's a lot of narwhals. What would you say? Putting you hmm. on the spot here.
1: Hmm. Uh. Yeah. I maybe like three and a half or four narwhals. But if it's a half a narwhal, I don't know which half of the narwhal it is. The, yeah. butt, the butt half. The uh, front half.
0: Split well, down the middle. Yeah. I, I usually <laughs> split it down. <laughs> I I do have a little, I have like a chart that I use um, for like, you know, rating movies. And I do have one that's half a colored in narwhal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would probably give it three and a half. Okay. I don't know. Uh,
0: I I thought I did a really good job of of making it about Adonis and not Rocky. Yeah. And I'm interested in more sequels Mm -hmm. and more direction by Michael B. Jordan. In. It was a little fast like it, the movie went a little fast but uh, you know Rocky movies aren't typically They don't super need long. to be that long. No. Like I mean like a movie needs to it. to earn being long and this could have been like yeah. it it earned the right to be long but it but didn't I, need to be.
1: I thought it was a good length actually because what more are you going to put in there? Really? Yeah. Like look at their story. Look at I didn't, I thought the pacing was pretty good. I I didn't think it needed to be any longer.
0: Yeah. Because if it was longer, I
1: probably would have started to get like, all right, okay, like, just fight. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So that's it. Creed 3. Really solid. (laughs) 3 Creed. It is a really good movie. I highly recommend it. I mean, if you haven't seen... So first off, I don't know how you should do this. If you've never seen any of the Rockies, you should probably watch all of those. But if you're not going to, watch like... The first two, oh, the
1: first two,
0: and then watch the Creed movies. Um, yeah, to get some context, maybe on the, the fourth
1: one. Well, no, you should yeah, the watch the one. fourth yeah. one. Yeah, watch the fourth one. I was gonna the say that's Rocky. where Apollo dies. Spoiler alert! Yeah. But also, Spoiler like alert. the whole second Creed is about
0: <laughs> about the fourth yeah. movie.
1: So one, two, um, four.
0: That's so broke. finally, the Creed cast has happened. Yes,
1: the emergency Creed <laughs> cast. <It> took- <laughs> Don't ask Lyle or Bri. I don't know if you know him. I
0: go by Brian on this. but you Oh, know. well, Brian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. Don't ask him to help you in emergency because it'll be three months later.
0: <laughs> no. So coming up uh, on Snorkeling with Narwhals, we've got some more, you know, slippy goodness. Me and him will be back talking about whatever. I think video games are one of our upcoming topics. Um, and then... Hopefully, the next movie podcast for Brian Goes to the Movies, we will be talking about 65, which Mm -hmm. I saw with Care and our brother Cub. Mm -hmm. And me and Cub had some thoughts about it.
1: (laughs) They were all, everyone had a different opinion on this. All
0: different. But uh, that's all we'll say about that for now. Um, So, anyway, I'm Brian. I'm Care. And this has been Snorkeling with Narwhals. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's
1: been done. The deed Finally. is done.
0: <laughs>